Hello guys and girls and welcome to episode 70 of the F Reality Podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and on Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7pm in Europe, 6pm in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. You can also check out the audio version which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us a review on iTunes. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat and we'll try to answer as many questions as we can. This is our first podcast of 2019, so Happy New Year to everyone and welcome and thank you for joining us live for those of you in the chat. It's time now to assemble the guardians of the metaverse. Let me introduce you to the team. First up... This guy will always have your back, whether you're hunting pirates or fending off aliens. Just don't let him loose with any grenades, for God's sake. It is, of course, Zimtok5. How you doing, man? You all right? Hey, I'm good, Mike. Um, oh, I feel like for the last three weeks in a row, I've said I've had a rough week. This was the roughest of the weeks. <laughs> um, it can't be, surely. It, yeah, I won't go into detail. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it a happy start to the new year. So... Um, it's, it's the worst week of the year. What, the, the, the beginning of the year is the worst week of the year? Uh, well, it can only get better from here. If you've had a, a bad first week, then it can only get better. That's like the positive exactly. mindset. You know, you know how, after, after, how, like, <laughs> after the weeks I've had, uh, it, it, can only get, it can only get better. Unless someone runs me over like with an ice cream truck. Because that, that's, like, that's like two-folds bad, right? You get free ice cream maybe while you're waiting for the ambulance to arrive. So there's, there's always a silver cloud, Tim. Trust me. <laughs> All right. I'll be Hang on in there, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Prayers in the chat for Zim, please. Uh, hope you're all uh, enjoying the chat so far. So uh, let me introduce you to the next one. This week, he's been cooking up a storm by opening his own burger bar. I don't know if the world is quite ready yet for the rowdy burger or the big rowdy or the rowdy nugget <laughs> is, of course, the rowdy guy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, I started the new year with the, with a new burger bar, and uh, you know the world's fastest YouTuber should really not work in a burger bar. More, more you know, on that, that later. More on you that know, later. The fastest fast food restaurant. Then it didn't yeah, work out exactly. that way. Not really. Not really. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing all about that. Um, next up, they say Jamiroquai based his famous hit song on this next guy living in virtual insanity. Is of course. Nathy, how you doing, man? You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for for the insane introduction. You know, hey, that's a good song. That's a really good song. That's a, that's a, even Great better song. music video. That's an amazing yeah, music video. Good. And how they shot it. It's 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 like one of those old spice ads where like sixteen things are happening at once. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, you, you know what? I'm I'm the definition of insanity. That's that's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from Far Cry, but uh, yeah, oh but, yeah, uh, happy to new year, like happy new year to you guys as well. Of course, I mean, uh, thank you, man. It's been it's been crazy, crazy, right? Have you have you seen like Rowdy his like like uh, rum stash? I don't know, but uh, it's pretty well. <laughs> More on that later too. What, now, what, the, what the hell is a rum stash? That sounds like you've taken a bunch of roast and chucked rum, them in the corner. Rum, Zim. oh rum. <laughs> I know you're a bit like, you know, like it's been a while maybe, but everyone is drunk. Try, try to keep it down there. <laughs> rum stash. So it's rum. Like rum, 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 rum drink. What's your favorite mixer with it, Rowdy? What do the you one? have with it? Or do you just drink neat? 
just 100 percent <laughs> don't even pour in a glass inject it in my veins like you know don't do all that crap you know going through my you could get throat cancer from that so inject it right. directly in my veins you're like that guy from what's it kevin and perry go large you just drink it through your eye you know eyeball oh. pool. <laughs> rowdy has like a rum helmet you know with two bottles on the yeah, sides exactly <laughs> uh, we di- we digress. So uh, if you don't know who I am, uh, I'm Mike, uh, host of the show from Virtual Reality Oasis. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to be giving you a one-way ticket aboard the hype train as we give you the rundown on what to look forward to in VR in 2019. So make sure you stay tuned to the end for that one. We're also going to be giving you the latest game releases for next week. We're going to be talking about one of the scariest games of all time, which is, of course, PT, which is now coming to VR. And we're also going to be talking about the Autotech headband, which is a device that claims to cure motion sickness. So we've got an interesting show for you today. Uh, But first up, let's find out what everyone's been playing and their highlights of the week this week in VR. And of course, up first, stepping up to the plate is Zimtop5. Hello. Um, Easy, easy highlight this week for me is, uh, although I played a bunch of classics. I mean, Mike and I, we we, we jumped into into space and uh, played a lot of Firewall and Contractors just to kind of like, you know, it's the holidays. If I can let your hair down and play something you like to play. Um, yep. But I, I, I've been catching up with Astrobot. I haven't beat it yet. And um, I'm on like World of Four. And for anyone who's played it, you'll know what I mean when I say the whale level. Um, but I, I mm-hmm. haven't got through that yesterday. Like that game, you said it really originally, Mike, which is just like the mutation. It goes from kind of level to level to level. It's like reinvents itself so frequently. And it's just such a joy to play. So I don't know. It just it feels like the perfect game for the holiday season to just kind of play something that's so visually appealing and at the same time, like I couldn't believe yeah. I was in. I won't spoil it, but uh, anyway, it was yeah, way level. I totally agree, and it, it kind of reminds me of that feeling I had when I first played Mario sixty four the first time. Yeah, absolutely. You know that that pure joy to play game. Everything was kind of exciting. You just wanted to see everything that the game had to offer. Exactly how I feel about Astrobot. And it's also, it's one of those things that like with the more modern uh, Mario games, and you're playing them, you're like, how long is this going to take me to beat? Like, I really like it, but it's kind of like looking at a big cake and you're like, I got to eat the whole thing before it spoils. And it's like, am I going to get through this whole cake? It's like I, every time I unlock a challenge level in Astrobot, I'm like, am I going to... Am I going to be able to beat that? I don't know. But, you know, it's, it's it's a good kind of, like, feeling when that happens. It's kind of like getting to the end of a novel that you really like, uh, where mm. you're like, oh, I know there's not going to be any more after this next two pages. Uh, it's the same deal. So I've just really been thoroughly enjoying Astrobot. So anyone who's, like, on the fence about it, another thumbs up from me. Go buy it. For sure, for sure. Um, a friend of mine just picked up a PS4 Pro, actually, um, and Red Dead Redemption 2. And I said to him that I'm quite tempted to lend him my PSVR and Astrobot, you know, just for a couple of weeks, just so he can check it out and, and get immersed into that game. Uh, definitely. You have a hard copy of it? Or, uh, yeah, a hard know? copy. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy has like around like 20 of the same. Uh, ones. <laughs> yeah, Ra- Rowdy's, Rowdy's the master of physical copies of, uh, of PSVR games. So if you've got any spare ones, um, we'll put a link to Rowdy's PO box uh, down below. You can just send them all over to him. Okay. Any spare copies Great. You got. I have a few <laughs> extra. I do not have any more space. Literally, don't think anybody that. Oh, my days. Yeah. So, so come on then, uh, Rowdy, you, you ungrateful little swine for, for someone sending you all this <laughs> gift. <laughs> what have you been playing this 
Nate is laughing for a reason that I, that I can't tell you. <laughs> but, but it's fine, it's oh. fine. Um, I bet you're all wondering what my, my rub stash is. Uh, <laughs> my, my, what my rum stash is. Like, I, I just played, the, uh, I, I just released a video of Prison Balls in which I made a ton of alcohol and that was probably what Nate was uh, was referring to. So uh, I had like a, a little stash with like a lot of alcohol in there yes. and that is why... Um, it's my little rum stash, not rub stash. Uh, but no, the, the game that I wanted to highlight indeed was the uh, the burger game that I played. Um, it's a silly game. You know, I, I like playing silly games for once in a while. Um, but it, it's done in a fun way. It, it like scales up. You can play with multiplayer. It's called, uh, damn it, I forgot the name. Uh, I just had the name. Um, burger Time anyway, or something? What? A Clash of Chefs. Clash of Chefs. That oh, was wow. it. Okay. Um, so I think it's like a little bit like a parody to like, for example, Clash of Clans. Like that's why they take the title to like, you know, get some people like triggered. And, like, uh, it's nothing like it though. Uh, yeah. But it's multiplayer as well. It's like um, uh, you can have another chef as well that is uh, uh, cooking the same kind of burgers and you kind of raise against the time, like making the most amount of burgers. I didn't play multiplayer. I don't really know how it works out entirely, but I played the single player because I wanted to see, you know, is it fun like that as well? And the most fun of it comes just like messing up, uh, which I did in the beginning of my video as well. Like I had no idea. There's no tutorial. There's, of course, there doesn't really need to be a tutorial for like making a burger. But for me, apparently that was kind of necessary because I was messing up with everything. I, I put the wrong, uh, the plates. I didn't know I had to use plates. I used two top buns to make a burger. So I had like a bun bun burger. It looked ridiculous. But the game is actually quite fun, especially because you can throw stuff around. Uh, I, I kind of like doing that more than the actual game. Um, but it's a, it's a silly little title that is quite fun to play around mm. with for a little while. Yeah, mm. I like okay. it. Okay, and that was that one's on Steam, right? Uh, I don't think it's on Oculus. I, don't I think. played it on Oculus. Oh, you played it on Oculus, but through the Steam version, right? No. I played the. Uh, oh, it was on the Oculus Store. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I hadn't seen it on the. Oculus but the question store. is, can you make that one special burger from Seeking uh, Dawn? <laughs> the, the, the alien, alien the alien burger. You mean the, the upside alien. down hamburger? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I tried that multiple times, but uh, the customers wouldn't take it. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the cheese on the bottom. You just get out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking? Cheese, yeah. Meat, bun, cheese. And that's it. Actually, okay. I'm curious. Yeah. Have any of you actually ever, in real life, been served a burger with the cheese on the bottom? I wouldn't accept it. You could, you could grab it that way. It's really <laughs> weird, right? Like if someone, if someone served you a burger with like cheese yeah. on the bottom, and then that's, the that's because we've we, we've got it ingrained in our minds from like all the advertisements that it should be on the top. Oh, that's why. I mean, in Belgium, what we do have is that we put egg, but that's on the top then. Oh well, that's, that's yeah. Tough. I think the kiwis do the same thing. It's quite nice actually with with egg. Hmm. I could do an egg and a burger. For yeah. your recommendation, I tried um, a fisherman's tail. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I'm That's really looking forward to that one coming out, actually. The best game that I've played this year so far. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what? Already? Yeah. But yeah, no, I get it. I think that's coming out on the 25th of wait, January. Second. So we've got a little while longer to wait for that one, but definitely worth keeping an eye on for sure. Yes. Uh, so let's find out what, um, what Nathie's been playing then. Well, first of all, let's uh, let's go to the chat and see what they played. Um, sure. We have um, a Top Dog VR who has been diving into in-depth VR. And uh, mm, the first so time good. he played it, he didn't really like it. And now 
he likes it more. It's more awesome. Do you guys like? Did you guys ever play a game that you kind of need to like learn to like? Yeah. VR. Oh yeah. Um, not so much VR wise, but plenty in my Sorry, lifetime. Dark Souls. <laughs> that's a that's a good example. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't work. But then after I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Now I get it. Now I get it. There's several that come to mind for me. For me, Star Shelter was one of them. Because it's kind of hard in the beginning, because you don't really know what you're doing. You die the entire time. From other sons had that with me as well. Like in the beginning, yeah. I was like, like I don't know what I'm doing. Um, mm. I, I don't get the weapons that I want. Like I'm dying. Like I, I didn't really know what the goal of the game was. But once you get better in those kind of games, you learn to appreciate them more. And I often end up liking them more than other games. I'm actually that way, like with music. Like um, Rowdy and I share a fan, you know, we're fans of Tool. And when I first listened to an album, I was like, this is terrible. And then I listened to it straight for like a month. And then I, I was like, that became my favorite band and has been since. But um, the same thing for me was VR The Diner Duo. I was showcasing it, oh. streaming it, and it's a great co-op game. Fantastic. Uh, but the first game, I was like, this looks too much like you know, all these other Sims that are out there at the moment. It looks like you're copying Valve. I had I had uh, Dev Corona in there. So Dev Kev, uh, the guy who actually developed the game, was sitting in chat, and I'm like berating him the whole show. And then we, we ran it again about a week later, and I loved it. So there's definitely mm-hmm. plenty of titles in that category for me. Mm-hmm. Plus, Dinner Duo is like a, a title for kids as well, because they have like height adjustments for... <laughs> yeah, for, uh, it, there aren't that many games that consider no. that, but that's actually really important, you know? Yes. So. Uh, and then we have Caleb who played Skyrim. Uh, Doctor Oculus played uh, Project Cars 2, uh, Beat Blocks VR, and Accounting Plus. What is Beat Blocks? I don't know Beat Blocks. Mm-hmm. Beat Blocks? Uh, is it some kind of version of Beat Saber? I don't know. And then we have Paradise DK. Uh, he's also known as the biggest fan of Linus Tech Tips. He played uh, Singularity <laughs> 5, a surprisingly. Robo Recall quality wave shooter set in a future Paris, gorgeous graphics and locations. At least his comments don't get hidden here. No. Um, and then we have uh, Marcus. Uh, he played uh, Sang- Sanguo Warriors VR. He says, don't waste your time with it. Okay. Thanks for the warning. Thank I haven't you. checked yeah. it out myself yet, but uh, okay. Sword. And then we have... Uh, that's another one indeed that uh, like, you know, there's a game like you play and you go like, I don't know what I need to do in here. Then it actually gets like really awesome. Game attacks. Like like the, the Minotaur game you played. Sorry, which game was that, Rowdy, that you said? The Solos Project. You don't know? Oh, the Solos oh, yes. Project is, it's like Subnautica, but on land. Yeah. yeah. True. It's actually pretty good. And then uh, we have uh, uh, Fluke who played uh, uh, Wipeout, and then last but not least we have uh, Person Person. Yeah, that's 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 his name. <laughs> Been playing uh, Serious Sam in Death Sprint Factor, uh, PC Two, and uh, Rec Room. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. maybe I should give uh, In Death another go because uh, I, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan yeah, of it originally. I, I, I thought it was kind of a bit repetitive and boring but i think maybe yeah they have been working on it a lot i have seen a lot of uh, updates so maybe it's worth no, jumping the, back yeah into definitely it. mike you get get my thumbs up on it i played it after they released the content and it's good you cool. you will you will have a good i time. heard that too yes i mean i haven't seen it since the updates but for me indeed like when i saw the first videos it looked very repetitive it's like no storyline and not really that much else to do is it is better it big- now then? it's so you know, you have to be clear on the kind of game it is already, right? So it's it's a roguelike game. If you hate roguelikes, you're not going to like it, <laughs> right? Um, if 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 you're into something that kind of like in Dreadhall's mode, right? You're getting a procedural let run, 
and what you come across will differ every run. So again, if you enjoy things like From Other Sons, um, because you come across different sto- like elements, and that that in itself is telling you the story as you experience them. This way, mm-hmm. you come across different baddies. Like there's a whole slew of different areas, uh, different monsters. It's it's a totally you get a different flavor. It's like okay, it's like okay, tasting no, different that, textures. That so better than when I saw it because yeah, because no, it, it, it used through, to be I, like like one set of bad guys, one set of arena. Yeah. Like there there really wasn't that much difference to it. Well worth re replaying. Um, in death okay, is. Right. I think I think it's about I don't know it's fifteen twenty quid or something, but I would say it's worth that mm-hmm. price. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, uh, I'll check that one out again. So, uh, according to Doctor Oculus, Beatblocks is a three D Tetris. Oh, all oh, right. Yeah, it's there a are long. like a lot of those games out there that that do the same thing. I mean, Mike, you like you played the original like first kind of like three D Tetris game, right? In VR. Um. I can't even remember now. Was it Poly Polycube? Yeah, I think so. Um, because I then, played a copy of it, and then you told me like, "Hey, man, it's like a knockoff." I was like, "Okay, what is yeah. the original one?" I was knock like, off of a then, knockoff. Then, <laughs> knock off of a knockoff. Came yeah. out, and then that kind of like and now now it doesn't really matter when when yeah, like a top notch game comes out, you can't you can't say anything anymore. But it's great. Yeah. I, like I really like what Tetris Effect did. Because like when everyone else is cloning them, they're like, oh, we're just going to put Tetris in, in a 3D space and you're going to be in there and you see the blocks. Like they totally changed what it is. I'm still yeah. waiting. I'm waiting for that price point to come down so I can buy I, it. I do feel like this this Tetris uh, title uh, was like really like hyped up. And then the moment it came out, there were actually a lot of people that were not very... I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. But The music yeah. side to it is so solid. It is so, If you're an yeah, audiophile, it's like, really it's good. It's grippy. Like, holy heck, like... I thought I took something when I was playing. Yeah, and it's it's future-proof Tetris. <laughs> I don't think like uh, the young generation is very interested in just playing a plain Tetris. Uh, there needs to be some more, uh, or maybe the, the 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 Dr. Mario Tetris. Maybe that. It's almost like there's a game called Polybius. That is another game that is like you took something. It's like you were you're on drugs or whatever. That's mental. And I know there's a you know sub sub base of, of uh, people out there who are going to like that on on PSVR, but. Okay. Mm. There you go. Interesting. So, what did you play then, Nathan? Um, I did not play anything. I uh, took a week off in 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 some way. Again, um, second week in a row. Seventeen weeks in a row. Last week was like 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 half half, and this time I was like I I didn't really upload anything um, yeah. at all. For me, so this means like, that if you don't if you don't play a game next week, we're gonna just have to keep you off the show. <laughs> <He's out. laughs> I'm not relevant anymore. <laughs> sorry, sorry, gotta go. No, but uh, I I worked on the on the on the studio next door um, ah, because sure. I'm I'm planning to build my own stream cave. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. Yes, multiple caves. Yes. Yeah. So you're planning on streaming more VR content. True. Yes. Yeah. So I've been I've been working on like uh, you know wireless microphone setups, motorized webcams and cameras that do stuff, and it's like a living a living stream. You know, like something that is gonna be next level. Yeah. Cool. Very excited for that. Yes. Uh, anything you're interested in checking out next week? Anything <laughs> planned that you might want to talk about? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe Half Life VR. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, oh, but that's not out yet, right? Oh, I gotta wait a little longer. Sorry. We'll be talking about that Early. shortly. Yeah. Um, so this week <laughs> I've been playing uh, Borderlands Two uh, VR uh-huh. on the PSVR, of course. <laughs> and uh, before I say anything else about it, it was great 
to be back in Pandora and exploring <laughs> the wastelands, you know, like being back in Borderlands and, and that kind of world that they've created, mm. like, like Borderlands 2 without the VR element, uh, standalone is a great game. You know, it's got a great story. It's got a great yeah. cast of characters that are all unique and have got their own storylines. And then you've got this kind of villain that you love to hate yeah. called Handsome Jack. <laughs> you got that one just hilarious. Wow. Mike, the one that you liked? What? I don't know what you're talking about. Play the innocent one now. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, you, did you see the oil stains, by the way, on the bad of uh, Claptrap? To be honest, I wasn't looking for them. So <laughs> okay. you seem to be going quite deep on that. So I left that. For but I, I do get you like the nostalgia of yeah, like exactly. jumping in there. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and it's a great game. So, uh, you know, the joy of collecting loot and, and collecting different weapons and getting the right mix of like weapons that you like to play with all the time. Yeah. You know, it's got a lot to it. And I think, uh, in, in my opinion, personally, I think playing it in VR is the best way to play this game uh, because okay. you're immersed in that world. You know, you're, you feel more connected with these characters. The scale of everything is great. You know, Pandora looks beautiful and the art style with this cell shaded sort of look of it works so well in VR. I think, uh, you know, it just makes the game look great. Mm. Um, and overall I had a great experience with it. I really enjoyed the game, but there was some things that I didn't enjoy and i kind of want to talk about those a little bit and it had nothing to do with the game itself and it was more to do with the limitations of the psvr and it kind of i hate saying that because i really love the psvr as a system and i think it's a fantastic system and i recommend it to anyone that's interested in checking out uh vr and that has a ps4 mm -hmm. um the problem with this game is and, and, and i'll talk about playing it with the move controllers first because that was like my first experience with it um i just felt really frustrated with the way the moves were implemented with this game. And I don't think it's the game's <coughs> fault. It's, it's more the hardware that is the problem. And and Nathie highlighted it as well. And and not being able to 360 rotate in your play space mm. is such a big problem with a game like this because if you turn 180 <coughs> from your camera, your move controllers lose tracking mm. and then you can't control where you're aiming or, or anything anymore. So that means you, you always have to face your camera using the PSVR and use rotation controls with the move controllers. And there's so many complicated controls in this game that I just felt <laughs> overwhelmed at times. I was pushing the wrong buttons to do different things. I, I couldn't, uh, you know, effectively uh, shoot things properly and everything just felt a little bit off. Um, and the UI was a mess as well to navigate with the move controllers, I felt. And, and to be fair, I just want to give it a bit of context with the move controllers because I don't, I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm slagging it off here because I'm new to the move controllers myself. I've only picked them up like two, three weeks ago, so I'm not <laughs> overly familiar with them. So it didn't feel second nature mm -hmm. like it would do with the other VR controllers that I've used for a while. So maybe that was part of the problem. But one thing I did find was that as soon as I moved over to the DualShock 4, it enhanced my experience with that game like tenfold. Like I had such a better experience with it using the DS4. Yep. Um, and I loved it. I had such a great time with it. And I feel that's a real shame because, you know, with a VR game, you really want to use move controllers and have fully tracked hands. And that's kind of the magic of VR. Yep. But I think it's just a, an issue with the PSVR and the limitations of that system that make me say that if you're going to pick up Borderlands 2 on the PSVR, I'd recommend you just play it with the DS4 and not the move controllers. I mean, some 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 games are are a bit like that, Mike. I mean, Doom was that way for me. I mean, I was mm. I, I was probably a month or two in and picked up Doom and found the move controllers and the aim controller both to be kind of pants and had to go back to the the DS4. But you know, in the end of the day, when it when accuracy counts, 
and the controller scheme lets you down even a couple of times when you lose because of the game uh, controller mapping or even mm. if it's your unfamiliarity to it, like it starts to really rub on you the wrong way. I mean, I found that recently in um, doing Beat Saber's grueling campaign because the accuracy of the move controllers, if you miss one block on some of those campaign missions, you lose. And it's like, well, right. why, why do I have to play a, a six minute song again? You know, because of the system. And so mm. I, I, I absolutely hear it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do still have a, you know, I'm still a little bit of the impression that if, if it's a game that is played with a better with a controller, then for me, the game is not implemented in the right way. Cause I still want the immersion of like, you know, using my hands and that kind of stuff for me, like, and no offense. Like I love like Subnautica played in, played in a VR. I love doom playing it in VR as well. But for me, Skyrim, another one fallout, another one. But for me, if I have to recommend the VR title to someone, I will never recommend any of those games because I don't feel that it's like using everything of virtuality that, that it can offer at this moment. I don't see it as a true VR title compared to, for, so for example, something as The Lab or like something where you actually need to use your hands and that, that you get that mind-blown effect yeah. of like, wow, I can actually mm-hmm. pick up things and like use them and throw them away. Uh, maybe it's not possible. Maybe it's not possible to really enhance like pancake games to VR. There is a certain limit to that. The closest I have seen was with L.A. Noir, where mm. I really feel, felt like, oh, hmm, okay, now now we're getting there. It's like, oh, this, this, this feels like a legit... VR type, but then still there were like some limitations to that. But I, I watched I watched Nathie's video as well, and, and you and at the end you made a really good point, and you were like, "Can the PSVR two just hurry up and get here already?" Yeah, so, and, and I think that was kind of what was going through my mind a little bit as well. It was like the next generation of PSVR, and we'll touch on it later on in the in the podcast as well because we're going to be talking about what we want for for two, 2019. and um. You know, a fully tracked PSVR system would would give this game a second lease of life using motion controls. I think on the PlayStation platform, but obviously we have to yes. wait for that. Yes. Um, but the, the the biggest question I have right now in my mind is: Do I continue playing on PSVR, which I'm still thoroughly enjoying using the, the gamepad, or do I now hold out for PC VR and see how they implement the touch controls and everything with the PC VR version? It's a lot yeah, I, I like. I kind of know what they're gonna do when it comes to PC. Let's say you're playing Borderlands on 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 a Vive. Like if you if you know the Vive ones, there are less buttons on that, but you have the touchpad. So they're gonna make this like round like wheel where you can pick your stuff, and then it's already easier because it's in the middle, and you scroll through it and done right. Um, well, with the moves, you always had to press like one button. Mm-hmm. and hope for the best well then it's like in one menu and you can see what you're gonna select and with the the, the move controllers you you just need to know the combinations while well, you mm-hmm. uh on piece like i think the way they're gonna implement it you can see what you're gonna use and that's a different way of playing a game mm-hmm. um but i i felt the same as you but again people that spend so much time with their playstation vrs are so good at you know remembering all of that that it's not yeah. really a problem but yeah. the moment you have to think about what you're pressing it kills the vr experience it just does yeah. and then That's you're like why can i not have yeah. like different controls I lose the interest in the in the game because it feels like I'm not playing a VR game anymore, but uh, but then I'm playing a, 
a 2D game. So. But I, I have never, I like next to Borderlands, I have never had any other like PSVR game where I was like, ah, oh, yeah, these these moves, it doesn't really. This mm. is the first time where I was like, yeah, come on, like now yeah. this game is so good, please, you know, yeah. upgrade. Um, yeah. And I think that's 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 my point. I want to kind of end on a high in that I totally recommend this game. You know, if you've got a PSVR, pick it up. You know, if you're au fait with the move controllers, you'll probably be fine with it. Could be my uh, lack of experience with them. Um, but personally, I would say the DS4 yeah. for me is the way I'll continue to play it on that platform. Yeah. Uh, but super nice game. It is it, the Borderlands that you know and love and even better the fact that it's in virtual reality, I think. I'm going to ask you a funny question. Go on, Go Brady, first. And as a okay. PlayStation, so you know it'll be smooth. Yeah, it's, it's great. Got a weird question. And for anyone who's a veteran in the VR space, you'll understand. Others might think this is weird. If you hate Borderlands, is it worth getting? Hmm. No. Um, because if you hate Borderlands, you probably hate the grind, you know, like looting, uh, the kind of like set mission paths. Um, so you probably, and the thing is as well, if you're new to Borderlands, you might find it all a bit overwhelming. Uh, because of yeah. all the controls and mm. the fact that it is kind of a crazy game and there's lots of stuff mm. going on. So it's not that easy. I, it's not that easy. I do feel like if, let's say, this co-op mode will come to PC, then yeah. you could less hate it because with a friend, you're willing yeah. to, you know, sacrifice more of the... Yeah, the, the friendship glue of- fixes so many cracks <laughs> in games. You know? Yes. It really yes. does. Um, but, but it's still a question, are they going to do that? Maybe it's too much work. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I guess we'll find out in like, what, five months? Uh, the exclusivity months. window is like five months. So yeah, if they have it ready yeah. in that time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's what I played this week. I uh, enjoyed it. Um, but let's move into some uh, quick news then. And first up, let's talk about PT. So if you're fa- feeling brave, you know, the new year's <laughs> in, you've got some brave pills in your in your belly and you're thinking, yeah, let's face some fears, then maybe you can check out one of the scariest games of all time in virtual reality. And that is the famous PT. Uh, it's been PD. remade. <laughs> I was like, PD, are you going to say PD? Paradise Decay. Paradise, Paradise Decay. Um, <laughs> But this, this game, PT, uh, I say it's a game, it's more of a demo, uh, has been remade on PC using the Unreal Engine by developer Radius Gordello. And if you've never heard of PT before and you're like, what is he talking about? Well, it stands for Playable Teaser. And it was a free demo on PS4, and it was created by Hideo Kojima. So the same guy behind the Metal Gear Solid series. So legit dude. Um, and PT was uh, a teaser for an upcoming game called Silent Hills, which was a prequel to the classic horror game series Silent Hill. Uh, but that game was uh, sadly later cancelled because Hideo Kojima left Konami. They had a big bust up. And he started his own studio. So the whole project was scrapped. And then that means that this demo teaser, PT, was also dropped and they removed it from the PlayStation Store. So you could no longer install it anymore, which was a real shame because it was a standout experience. A lot of people really enjoyed it, but also, you know, lived on as the legacy of one of the most scariest experiences you could have in a video game. So yeah. it's got some uh, some some real sort of high praise there. Uh, so this remake of it uh, uh, is now available for free to download, and it's the first time you've been able to check it out on PC, which is amazing. Uh, but the devs have also added VR support. So if you're interested in trying this out, you can download it now for free on itch.io. 
Now, if you're not familiar with itch.io, it's worth checking out, especially if you're uh, you know into VR because yeah. they've got tons of free experiences on there. Garn uh, is like, on there. Garn yeah. came from yeah. there. Yeah. Garn came from there. Yes. Yeah. So it's all like indie uh, developers making little projects. It's almost like the Oculus Share nowadays. <laughs> you know, that, that's kind of the equivalent. I would I would say there's a lot of like interesting so, stuff going on there. Um, so so can, uh, when are you planning to do the live stream on this, Mike? Well, there's a caveat to what I'm saying right now. Um, before you will go and download it and stick on your headsets and get wear your brown pants because you're going to get scared, is um, the VR implementation is kind of broken right now, um, although hopefully it will get resolved in the future because those that have tried it have said that the lens distortion profile uh, added in the game is completely wrong. Mm. So it seems like everything when you put the headset on is kind of like a fishbowl. Mm. Um so hopefully the devs uh, are going to tweak it and then update it, and then we can all check it out. Uh, but if it does get tweaked, then yeah, I will do a live stream uh, for science, and uh, maybe I'll wear my heart rate sensor so we can all kind we, of... So we need PD cats. to play PT. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. So so this is this is more like an environment, right? This is not the working game with all the you know mechanics in there. It's more like, oh, you can explore it, and, and that's it. So it's, it's apparently a replica of the demo. So the demo, I believe, was around 15 to 20 minutes long. Uh, so yeah. it's an exact replica of that demo. Um, there are some bits that some fans of the demo are saying are missing, but I'm sure the devs okay. will take that on board and, and introduce them. Okay. Um, but it's, so, yeah. it's funny that I actually uh, uh, have been in PD like a few years ago um, because uh, when Destinations was around on Steam, that is now Steam VR Home, um, you could have that as your home um, environment, but you could wow. also explore it together with your friend. So you could just spawn things in there and just, you know, walk around. It's kind of weird because it was just a static environment with nothing triggering it. But you could still, right. you know, uh, uh, spawn balloony cars and throw portal cubes and, uh, and stuff like that. So I've seen some remakes before, but this would then be the first one that is playable where, yeah. you know... Um, I think it's like a horror game where things uh, just just change every time. You come back yeah. in the same house and something changes, and every time there's something happening, something is different. Um, so uh, yeah, that's uh, things like that. I'm, I'm like the first one saying, "Yep, on. I'm moving. I'm moving. I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> I still want to play this. The thing yeah. is, this is one of those games that, like, I was not. I was not a Sony guy. Uh, before PSVR, I didn't own a PlayStation. Uh, the only thing that I ever bought that was Sony was Maybe. PSP, and I sold it within a year. Like I just, I was a Nintendo boy, right? And I yeah. had a Dreamcast, and that was it. Yeah. But, yeah. but this is one of those games that like echoed off the halls of wherever you were working or a schoolyard or whatever. Like PT just got such street cred. It's like you heard about it just echoing, and so I was always really keen to try it out. And uh, it's funny because I, I didn't used to be a Sony guy, huge into PSVR now. Didn't used to be a horror guy big into that now the last five years so like i'm i'm really looking forward to it you know once it's have once you it's, tried this sim no 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 <laughs> <laughs> right okay a little bit of an I'm inside the, joke the, there i wouldn't talk yeah. about about whether i played it or not pre-podcasting yeah <laughs> somebody you, you just, like you were going on about that like oh and he's just gonna say he didn't play it then it'd be more yeah. laughing well, uh, play it. teasing us before the show well, on the on the on the positive side, even that you know this project got cancelled, and a lot of people are still very you know kind of sad about that. Um, we are getting that stranding, so True. Know, I'm not complaining. But that's also yeah. weird. Fans, you know? fans of Norman Reedus approve. <laughs> yes, 
Um, yeah, Weird. Hideo Kojima is a is a genius. So uh, I, I welcome anything that he makes. Um, so. But yeah, pleased that I'm finally going to get to play it. Even if I don't get to play it in VR, I'm going to play it normally on PC. <laughs> just to check it out anyway. Um, but anyway, let's move into our next bit of quick news, and that is a virtual link breakout box. So if anyone else out there is as stupid as me and decided <laughs> to throw a lot of money at their screens and invest in a new NVIDIA 20 series graphics card, <laughs> then maybe they'll be pleased to know that there's actually use of that fancy new virtual link connector on their card. And that mm. is that a breakout box is coming for Oculus Rift and Windows MR headsets. Ah. Now, this one's uh, made by a company called Acel. And it was unveiled this week uh, before being shown off at CES because they're going to be at CES showing it off. Uh, and basically, it converts the HDMI and USB 3.0 mm. from the Rift and Windows MR cables into a single USB-C connector. Mm. So that means if you own one of these fancy new 20 series graphics cards from NVIDIA uh, that features this virtual link uh, connection uh, or a compatible laptop, because apparently some laptops do support this yeah. as well now, uh, then you can use this uh, adapter and to uh, save a HDMI and USB port on your computer. So uh, someone in the chat is asking, what do you mean with a breakout box? So basically what it is, is a USB-C connector at one end of the cable, an eight foot cable, and then basically like a Vive breakout box. So it's basically a little little box at the end a of it. Converter. So breakout box, you mean a box that connects to the PC? Yeah. 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 The, the, it's basically just got a HDMI import and a USB import on it. So yeah, it's just basically... It was broken out of your PC. It, yeah. You know what? Though this is the sad fact. The only reason I have not sold my Vive is so that my Rift can benefit from the Vive breakout box. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so, so bloody it handy. So this is actually it, really cool. This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And unless the thing, like, other than the fact that it uses the virtual link connector, it does add another eight foot to your standard Rift or Windows yeah, MR but, cable. But on the other side, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but like, I, I don't think they ever promised this, but I th always thought that this virtual link was built into the graphics card, not, not as an extender of that, but it was like built into your GPU. It is. It is built in there. Yeah. yeah. It is. But you just extend that again with that breakout box. Yeah, so basically, like, the, you plug the USB-C into the connector on your oh, graphics card. On your you graphics. I totally missed that then. Yeah, because sorry. when I was at the launch of NVIDIA, uh, I was just waiting for that VR moment, and it never came. So never that's, came. Why no. I, that's why I, no. now I know, but that's why I never knew that was a thing. But the thing is, right now, you know, there's no other reason really you would use it. Other than saving yourself a HDMI and USB yeah. port, there's no other reason. Like, there's no performance benefits. There's no, no. other benefits, really. But, but there is a huge... Yet, right? Yet. Yet, exactly. Yeah, yeah with, with, with this, it's basically just an adapter to utilize it for first-gen headsets. I'm mm. sure future-gen headsets will use it to its full potential. But do you know how many, like... The, I had this uh, problem when I was out with the Poker VR guys in California. Like, getting a laptop that's, like, VR-ready or whatever, oftentimes they don't have enough, enough HDMI... Ports ports like or, they're or HDMI, like one yeah. short and so we had to buy connectors for USB-C to be mm -hmm. able to get the thing properly yeah. powered you know to, to get enough connections for the trackers plus the headset um yeah. irrespective of the branding on the laptop so I know there's plenty of people out there suffering from that and if you happen to have I guess it'll have to be a pretty pricey laptop to be featuring one of these new ports yeah. but uh, if you yeah. do you've got an option coming for you that's cool well this cable is um fairly pricey as well it's 49.99 in US dollars um, they're available for pre-order now. They're going to be shipping in mid-January. Um, mm. 
But if you if you like the idea of the solution, but you don't want to spend that much money or you don't want to wait that long, um, there is a Reddit user that posted a little while ago when the the GPUs uh, from mm. NVIDIA started shipping out that they used a uh, an Apple an official Apple USB C mm. to HDMI and USB adapter oh, to plug in their Rift into the, this port and it worked oh. fine. Okay. Um, so if you can get one. Uh, for a reasonable price, I think brand new they are actually quite expensive, maybe seventy bucks. Uh, oh, yeah. I've recently bought like a, a a cheaper Chinese version of that cable to see if it will work. Oh, I think that was like seven quid. So for science, Uh-oh. I'm going to test it. But yeah. with so, that seven quid, Mike, just buying just for another seven quid, just get a, 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 a fire alarm for your room. <laughs> just in case the cable yeah. burns. I've had a friend electrocuted from like cheap Chinese electronics. So oh, man. so so. So again, who's like who's selling this this breakout uh, uh, system? Uh, so it's a company called Acel. Uh, they're going to be uh, at CES, so you'll probably hear more about it over the next mm. week. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's going to be working with Windows MR and Oculus Rift, but is only really suitable for people that want to extend their cable, yeah, save yeah. a couple of ports on their on their their computer, and that have this latest NVIDIA GPU anyway right now. So small niche market right now, but you, you know, know what would be cool? Sorry. You go for yeah. So so I've seen something from Amazon last year where they had a also some kind of breakout box, but you could put it, could put it in the in the front of your PC, so you could put the cables in there. Yeah. I think that would be nice too with this virtual link because yeah. every time I want to put something into my PC, I have to get my PC the other way around again, and if there's something on the front too. That's super nice. Trust yeah. me, I, I think a lot of people that play VR have their computer uh, set the other way around. Yeah, but if yeah, you have a fancy nice. looking PC, you of course want to display it in in the in the legit way. But if you have just you know a beast PC without any fancy lights, that's, of that's actually why I like the idea of the breakout box because with the PlayStation, what you can do is you can just like swip it next. I mean, I have yes, my PlayStation attached yes. to my PC, so I, ha- I can just like yeah, attach it next to it on space. the side of it, and then I can just like plug yeah. all the cables on the front and have the cable running from there. Yeah. So I actually like the idea of having a breakout box or like some kind of extension because I switch headsets a lot yeah. as well. So There's another, there's another benefit logistically. Yeah. If, you, if you yank hard on a cable or you trip over it or you step on it or whatever, you don't want to be pulling your new RTX card out of your system, <laughs> right? Like, True. Because you can do, you can <laughs> actually Mike? damage your cards doing that. I'm not talking yeah. quite from experience, but I've had a few scares. Um, but yeah. that, the PSVR breakout box... Um, which when I first saw it, I was like, not happy <laughs> that there was this extra yeah. piece. I agree. It's a, it's kind of a godsend. Actually. I think it's like right now, this, this is only, it doesn't work with Vive. So that's the shame. Like for, oh. for someone like us, it would be great because like, you know, you've got this breakout box, you can yeah, use yeah, all yeah. Switch. System, but it's only, it's only Rift and Windows MR right now. Yeah, I think, I think it's super neat uh, uh, to, you know, extend your cable anytime. There's some weight to your cable, if that's Rift, Vive or whatever. It, it's way nicer to play with it because yep. you know the cables don't move so yep. yeah. true uh, yeah okay. that was the other this little quick tip if you yeah, have sure. a rift and you manage to get like on ebay or somewhere the breakout box from the vive it does work mm. um mm-hmm. and it it's lovely every so often you'll get a headset not detected but it, there's a power of the three cables that go into it, there's a power one if you just like plug that mm-hmm. in and out it detects your cable and it saves you from digging around the back of your pc and it yeah. gives you that little bit of extension. The, the the Rift cable is is 
plenty fine actually for a lot of spaces. A lot of people call it quite quite short, but I think that part of that is because you're at the back of the PC and you're you know spending half a meter just getting around it. Um, the other thing yeah. I was going to say, just a bit of a joke, was anyone else hearing Foo Fighters in their head now after all that breakouts, <laughs> all that breakout conversation? <laughs> anyway, well, let's say if your cable is too short, just put your strap your PC on your back. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. No worries if it's water cooled. Flex tape. That's all you need. <laughs> flex tape. Flex tape. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> we're not sponsored by flex tape, but <laughs> we, we yes. would like to know. Now, what if you're sponsor? Flex tape. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so the next bit of quick news is about something called Finch Shift, and this is a six degrees of freedom controller solution. So. We know that, you know, from uh, our experience that Vive are currently making their own six degrees of freedom controllers for the Vive Focus. So that headset will be a full six degrees of freedom standalone headset, which is awesome. Um, and we also know that they've been working on this uh, platform called the Vive Wave platform. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, it's, it's a platform in which Vive are giving hardware partners use of their software. So headset manufacturers can just make a headset and use this Vive Wave platform just like a, an operating system for a headset, for example. So a bit like in the mobile phone industry right now, you've got you know manufacturers that make phones like Samsung and everyone else, and they use Google's Android platform as their operating system. Mm. Same concept, same principle. People are making out their own headsets, but using the Vive Wave platform as their operating system. Um, so what we've seen just recently is that not only is the Vive Wave platform for headset manufacturers, but it's also for VR accessory manufacturers. So this is kind of interesting that they're opening their up, up their SDK for people to make accessories as well, which they can then bake into the SDK for anyone that makes the headsets. So kind of cool. And Finch Shift, uh, which is this controller <laughs> tracking system, is one of the ones that have partnered with Vive and is authorized on their Vive Wave platform. And basically what it is, it's a controller tracking system that can add six degrees of freedom controllers to a mobile headset without the need for base stations. Hmm. So we know that Vive are obviously doing their own version of their own controllers, but this is another alternative if you want to choose. So it's kind of getting more to this kind of open VR system where you can choose your own hmm. controllers, own tracking Riffles. system, whatever you want yes. to do. Yes. Put it together piecemeal, That's which I song. think is a great idea. I yeah, like yeah. that idea. Yeah. And without um, base stations, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, how does it how does it work? Um... Yeah, so what it uses is a pair of armbands. So you put some armbands on your arms just above your sort of elbow, yeah, and then you put yeah. the controllers. They use uh, gyroscopes uh, similar to that of the, the Oculus Go controller, but they're more in-depth, and they work in combination with these armbands to provide six degrees of freedom tracking. Hmm. I'm not 100% sure on the science behind it, but... That's basically my rough explanation of how it works. It's all built into the controllers and the armbands, basically. And for those watching the video, I mean, it, it, the, the tracking seems to be spot on anyway in the demo that they're showing. So mm. pretty nifty to see a uh, Samsung Gear VR with... So, so, I still don't know how... I'm, I'm trying to think of like a way of like how, how it would work, but... The scientist in the room yeah. is confused. Well, because so, if, so, if, if, you're, if you're dependent completely on gyro, you'll end up with drift. And that's the problem. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where I think I Rowdy's you know, yeah. going that... There, there was some some more wizardry to it, but it was too complicated for my mere mortal brain. So that's why I didn't add it to my show notes. <laughs> well, it, just, it just works, all right, lads. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, apparently it's also compatible with Oculus Go and other VR headsets as well. So, um, dude, I love looks, this. It I looks like this. a similar solution to 
the NOLO in a way, although mm. the NOLO adds a head tracker to the go, which makes the go six degrees of freedom and is a bit hit and miss. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how this uh, performs on the show floor at CES because they're going to be showing it off there as well. In terms of consumers, like like if I'm, again, I'm going to take the kind of average 16-year-old and just say, you know, if I'm an average 16-year-old and I got an Oculus Go, right, you're thinking ahead, like I can't spend the 400 quid on a Rift or whatever, you know, but I mm. could spend on an upgrade. Do we know what the price point of this thing is going to be? Any idea? Again, again, a strange price point. And I said this about Nolo as well being a strange price point. And they, because I think Nolo's, too expensive for what it is and this is similar bracket it's like 150 bucks so it's kind of like a it's a bit yeah it's yeah. It's, 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 it's in that difficult bracket Which, but i think the really i think where it will shine is is like with the vive focus and the google daydream both being six degrees of freedom headsets and now being able to add these controllers even if even even though these companies are making their own official versions mm. you've got options here now so kind of mm. makes it interesting we got we got people in the chat saying, but the hat status is will still be three degrees of freedom, right? With the with the Oculus Go, yes, uh, but with the with the Vive Focus, which I think is more going to be the target market, Vive Focus and, and Google Daydream, mm-hmm. they're six degrees of freedom headsets without six degrees of freedom controllers. So I think that's where the the market is potentially. But can't they can't they use then the the sensors for the gyroscope and the armbands to make the three degrees of freedom? Six degrees of freedom. No, it doesn't have a head tracking solution like the Nolo does. So it's, oh, it's just okay. just a hand tracking solution. Mm-hmm. Um, they do also offer a three degrees of freedom hand tracking solution for headsets as well, uh, which they've already been selling. But this is their kind of new upgraded version of it. Such okay. a niche of a niche of a niche, right? Like, I mean, my 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 perspective on this is really from the developer's seat. Who's going to be testing this configuration with their game? There's one thing that really stands out about this and kind of harks me back to my original comment about this kind of open VR platform where you can choose the best kind of components mm. that you want to use for your headset and that you've got options here. They're offering a solution with a trackpad and a solution with a thumbstick. So if you love thumbsticks, but there's no other option to add a thumbstick to your Vive Focus, for example, then this is maybe a viable option for you there. So it could be kind of interesting. Will this still have any value once we get to the Oculus Quest? That, well, that's, it, yeah, that's, it, see, that's where I thought we, it would. That's where yeah. I thought it would. If it's a viable product that's been tested and it works, then mm-hmm. if you can get in that middle step between I've got a base headset and all I need to do is pay for some controllers to get me to that step up to that yeah. experience so that I'm not having yeah. to, you know, take that all in one hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure so a lot of actually uh, I'm aiming for the, for the users that already have headsets. So, mm-hmm. Because once, once Oculus Quest is released and people then start buying a VR headset, mm. there's no point in buying an Oculus Go to get it with this because it will probably be more expensive eventually than... Uh, but uh, that's true. But on the other side, um, there are still people that are just going to buy, you know, one of the standalone headsets and they don't even know. Like since since the, this, this whole market right now is sometimes not even informed well enough, some people don't even know the Quest is gonna be out and they're still gonna upgrade something else. So I, I don't think the Quest is gonna be like no. blowing this out of the... And, and, and also you've made valid points before, Nathie, in that the Quest isn't gonna be launching in China potentially. So, you know, this is could be a solution for them, you know, with the Google Daydream and the Vive Focus. Plus, I mean, isn't it amazing? Just think about it, amazing to have different controllers that you can just grab. It's like, oh, I'm gonna play this game, which one do I need for that? Um, I, again, on the, on the PC side, standalone, I love to have more 
than just one controller I can grab. You know, that's why people are excited about the knuckles where it's like, hey, I can just have still my 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 stock controllers, yeah. but I can get something else as well. I mean, there's, 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 a I love to- there's a gentleman named Reggie who right now his mouth is just salivating, listening to Nathy. This gentleman, he has something to do with Nintendo. I don't know. I've heard his name bounce around a little bit, but he oh, loves controllers. Same. I mean, there are enough people out there who love to use the the, the Steam uh, controller yeah. and also an Xbox one. And they play certain yeah. games with their Steam controller and they play some stuff with their Xbox controller or PlayStation controller. And I think the same with VR will happen where it's like, oh, uh, which one should I use for this game? And you can really mm-hmm. pick whatever you want. Um, I kind of hope it so, won't because yeah. in a way, I, I, I like to have one standard controller and that every game is optimized for that standard controller because you'll have a fractioning of the market because you'll have people to have that kind of controller. You're going to have to optimize your game for so many different kinds of con- controllers to it's, make sure that... That's true, but it's already happening. You're not going to stop it. I mean, for example, Pimax is going to come with their controllers. But These are different again as well. And you have the touch controls, like this touch and the Vive and the move controllers are already three different ones. And there will only be more of those. I mean, and there's every, already been every... a lot of problems with that as well. So I don't think that that is yeah. a good way to, to go. I, I, if you have modular controllers okay that you like can modulate or buy pieces for it so that like it, the weight is yeah. different or something but actually like button configuration for one system i don't think that's a good idea but the, the right one- now the market the market is so small that that if a company can nail like a really good vr controller right now yeah. they can conquer the entire market if they want to so that's why they don't go with like something that already exists but that's Valve's they- mission right now right you know targeting oh, yeah. steam vr being an open yeah. platform that's their goal so yes We'll be talking more about the knuckles later, by the way. <laughs> on the val, on the point of value, uh, think as well about the secondary market, right? Because again, if you don't have a lot of money, you're going to go for a headset that was used. Somebody mm. else had this already. So again, it's not like they don't have. Even if even if the controllers are 150 quid, and even the price point with the Quest, you know, there's there's still a market there for pick mm. someone picking up a 50 quid headset, pairing some controllers with it, if you can play Beat Saber on the thing. You know, if there's a software package that's going to drive that. But without software, yeah. you know. Well, but like I say, this is going to be integrated into uh, the Vive Wave system. So it's going to be mm. compatible with every Vive Wave headset. So you don't have to mess around. Hopefully, it'll just be mm. integrated and it'll just work. So, okay. but, uh, you know, there's going to be people at CES. I'm sure we're going to have loads of CES news this week. So I'm sure we'll hear more about it and uh, we can give you the lowdown on it. But let's move into our last bit of quick news this week. And that is... Uh, me throwing some more fuel on the rumor mill fire when it comes to Valve and Half-Life 3 VR. Um, So yesterday we received confirmation in the form of an email from Gabe Newell, which was shared on social media, confirming that Half-Life 2 episodes and Portal co-writer Eric Walpore has returned to Valve after being absent and leaving uh, about a year or just over a year ago. Um, (laughs) And it seems like he's been back for a little while. So he came back at the end of 2018, apparently, uh, sort of quietly came back. Um, and we kind of found out through this email uh, after someone did some digging and found out that he was featured in the credits for Valve's recent game called uh, Artifact. So this guy, uh, Eric Wellpower, he was in the credits for this game. So he must have worked on it in some way, shape or form. Someone contacted Gabe Newell and say, look, is this guy back working for you now? And Gabe Newell confirmed it. And then that email was shared on social media. And <laughs> the thing is, this guy, you- along, along with like two or three other guys, 
worked on Half-Life 2 episodes story content and oh. Portal and Portal 2. So he's a legit writer. Uh, obviously, Valve hire many different writers for all their different games and projects, so it could be nothing. However, it there's a lot of like heating up around Valve right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, there's a lot of smoke. And like we've said before, why, there's... Why doesn't he just tell us what kind of VR experience he's writing for? How do you think? <laughs> it sounds <Exactly>. better. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, there's so many rumors right now. It seems like every week we've got a fresh rumor about Valve. And it's never kind of been like this. There's been a long period of, like, you know, Mm. stagnant information about around Valve. But it's really sort of heating up right now. And I think it's getting (laughs) me excited and everyone excited about it. Um, It does give a lot of hope to, like, the market where I'm like, oh, there is going to be a new headset with some kind of bundle. And and. And who's going to buy it? What kind of new like audience are they going to reach that we have not seen before? Right? Um, I don't know. I get, I, I, I get what I call uh, Duke Nukem Forever syndrome. When you're waiting more than, more than two years for something, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's be tra- I'm not saying it's going to be trash if it's coming from Valve, but oh I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for heartbreak. I'm not waiting for you no, know, the next amazing Jim, thing. That's it. I have all the faith in the world, though. You're hurting just, me. So if you prepare yourself for the worst, then if you're pleasantly surprised, then it's just a nice surprise. All I wanted was strippers, okay. man. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so, so Zim is pulling a line of tech tips here. Um, I, uh, I would say, like, I mean, there are images out there, Zim. So I mean, what what is that meaning? Like, is that fake to you then, or uh, you know? I don't know. Uh, I so for, there is something for an official about it, but it's just not as big as we think it is. That's what you're saying. So like for me, new hardware coming from Valve isn't half as interesting to me as what's the next software play. No, because what we've seen them yeah. put out. I mean, I, the last thing I can remember. You're gonna have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but now the lab was the last thing like that I chewed on, gnawed on happily in the corner for hours and just wanted more of that archery game. Mm. Um, but like, I just, I just want their next thing. Of course, it's like when you're waiting for, you know, a, a new release from a, from a, from a director or your favorite musician or whatever. Mm. You're just sitting there with impatience and looking for any scrap of like life. And I think that's what this is. And, and the trouble is for me, particularly with Half-Life, um, like, and I've recently replayed the original game, uh, and I still love the intro. This like fifteen minute sequence of like, you know, you. I, I wish games today would have the balls to go and do that, like force you through fifteen minutes of waiting. You know, <laughs> to be kind of like you're gonna be on this ride, and you're, you know, and then and then give you something valuable for it at the end. But still, that said, if I was to go back and play Half Life now, end to end, or play Goldeneye, like it'll show its 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 issues. I think it's so high up on a pedestal. It's dangerously high on that pedestal, you know, and, and I'm, I just don't want to listen to anybody. I want to put cotton in my ears. I want to lock myself away. I want them to come with a new IP, like what they did with Left 4 Dead. When Left 4 Dead dropped, that was one of my favorite gaming experiences of all time. Got it for Christmas. Wife had gotten it for me off mm-hmm. of some IGN yeah. reviews. And man, like I just had such a blast. But- and the same thing was with Lab. I didn't know the Lab <laughs> was going to hit. I didn't know I was going to end up loving archery and that the the tension on the bow was going to be just like itching in my fingers for months after. That's what I want from Valve. And that's what they can deliver. So, you know, the fact that they got a new writer, great. You know, they got a writer who I love uh, from from Rhyme and um, 
uh, from the Invisible Hours. They took that guy on about yeah. about a year ago. So they are brewing something, and I'm yeah. happy to wait for them when they're ready to talk about it and announce it. It's it's just funny that, that like every game they made in the past is on a high pedestal. The moment they make it, maybe the lab not so much because it's VR only, mm. but all of the like Left for Dead portal, there's there's nothing you can screw up. Everything that comes out of that company, if it's out, it's out, and there's nothing you can do about it anymore. Yeah, like yeah. it's. It's crazy. The carnage is not that popular, though. Artifact? Uh, yeah, but that's so new, man. Like, we're... we're I mean... Yeah. I, I haven't know. even seen a screenshot of that game. I heard about it. Is that is that out? Artifact? Yeah, it's out. It's like a card trading game. Back in, uh, um, I'm dead. But, uh, but again, if you do want to play some Half-Life in VR, I mean, there's like Half-Life. That's also an itch.io um, that is free. Um, you can play that with the, the Touch or the or the Vive. And uh, there is also this, this one mod that you can use. I think there are some videos on YouTube where you can play like the original Half-Life in VR with actual motion controls too. It's kind of wonky, but it, it, it does the trick. It's it's fun. So it is possible. So there we go. That is our quick news for this week. So <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to Zim now to see if he's got any game releases this week. I should have asked him before the show, actually, if he had me before just handing it over mid-show. I, but there, there are several. Um, and this, <laughs> I'm laughing maniacally here because uh, you'll get a kick out of these ones. These these are not gems. These are these are rough rough in the diamonds. But um, I picked I picked three uh, to talk about because cool. I thought it would go well with our what are you looking forward to in 2019 and all okay, that. Cool. So a couple of things here. So I'll, I'll talk you through them. Um, first one is uh, is it was actually it's a um, how would I call it? It's a it, it's a it's a hack. It's a cheat because um, this game was actually first formally released in in November as a, a free game, and actually this the kind of expansion to this is coming out now. So this is a game called um, this is a game called Ride Up VR Pro. There's a bunch of other um, kind of uh, theme park simulator you know rides and stuff like that, and and this one uh, kind of just grabbed my eye on on Steam. And so this is this has some new content releasing next week. Uh, they quoted some ride that. I, I don't recognize a brand of um, that you're able to to go on, which is which is the Ride Up Carcel. So apparently, Ride Up is actually a, a, a brand, and there's actually these uh, these rides in 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 real life somewhere. Uh, I don't know where that is actually. Sorry, I didn't I didn't look that up. Um, but it looked like something that uh, to me again reminds me of this genre of games and of my first trip out to California for OC4 when I met Mike. Um, which, which, which was, I went on like real life roller coasters and, you know, I couldn't believe it that my tolerance for them was like so much higher after a couple of years of VRing. Um, so this thing straight out the bat, I was just like, Oh, this is, this is kind of neat. So anyway, there were three rides on the old one that, that was out for free. I assume this one's coming out for free as well. 10th of January is when it's, it's launching from a dev it's called, like uh, simulator though. what's that Rowdy? It looks like motion sickness simulator, though. Why are they putting you on there? They, they, I'd say, uh, generally speaking, um, unless it's a roller coaster, roller coasters, uh, particularly in the early DK1, DK2 days, I want to remember the original. Uh, <laughs> the Helix dramatic. one. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there were just so many that just were vomit comments or just because of the low performance or the level didn't work so well. I like uh, No Limits <laughs> Two, which is a great roller yeah. coaster sim as well. The, uh, the Unreal one, the castle, the castle. Uh, I was one time in VR chat with Nathy, and I fell on the floor. Oh, so, did you? Uh, yeah, well, it, it did go really fast though. <laughs> the VR chat theme park. 
but the problem with those were like you could speed it up yourself and usually if you can speed things up by yourself not a good idea yeah that's a danger sign (laughs) to infinity well i mean like this this one again i i i apologize in advance some of these titles are are definitely rough. There's a there's a, there's a good one in the middle. Uh, this one is, is coming from a developer who um, also brought us Plot Rudder VR, Uplands Motel VR Thriller. Oh, and, and, oh my! And I don't know okay. if any of you have played those games, oh, yeah. but they are mostly yeah. negative reviews on Steam. So I'm not necessarily no. thinking that this is going to be a great one. But if you're looking for yeah. a free ride without paying for the ticket, hit it up. So that oh, was oh, uh, was it called again? Zan? That was that was Ride Up. VR Pro, which is uh, basically a, I think it's gonna be free DLC on top of this existing uh, ride up uh, VR game. Okay, mm. so that's uh, 10th of January coming out. Uh, next one I'm gonna show you is is kind of like an escape room, and this is uh, this is interesting. This one's called the Energy Lab. I liked the look of it, uh, but people are saying that it's it's kind of incredibly short. So um, I'll, I'll flick a trailer on this. Hopefully it doesn't show off half the gameplay, but hey, it might. Um, so keep your eyes closed if you don't want a spoiler. If you're an audio listener, there you go. Um, so this one, it, this uh, I'll just give a little blurb on it. So you find yourself at the threshold of an abandoned lab containing technology of an unknown origin. Uh, welcome to the Energy Lab. You've found your way in. Now find a way out. It's a new VR short by Time Machine, creators of Bathroom Break. And I don't think that's a VR game, but uh, if it is, I need to go do some research. Um, I I found this really interesting. Um, it looks quite well developed. Uh, there are a fair number of positive reviews for this one. And actually, this is something that released on the 1st of Jan. So it's only just out. Um so this is something that I thought would be worthwhile kind of flashing for people who are looking for just something, you know, like that cave digger game I was talking about the other the other time, like these these kind of short freebies that you find on Steam. And they're actually quite they're quite solid. So this one looks like a nice little taster if you're looking for something to chew on. You don't have much money or whatever. I just want to call mm-hmm. it a review by Fast Lawyer because I thought it was quite balanced. and It was at the top of the list here. He said, I really like this game, but it was way too short. Took me six minutes from start to finish. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Feels like a demo for a really good game. Uh, but just when you get started getting excited about what's going to happen next, the game ends abruptly. Uh, mm-hmm. The puzzles are relatively easy and the graphics look good. Locomotion is via arm swinging. They tout this as like some kind of uh, a, a, yeah, a new style of VR movement allows you to explore with freedom in the most natural way possible. We've seen the, the arm swinging movement in other titles. Uh, which Go on. Yeah. yeah. Has its pros and cons, right? But um, in terms of the way the game looks, looks like it almost kind of like it's akin to a couple of the other like puzzly games, like Form or whatever. Yeah, and, it gave you some Form vibes right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that wait, so did, is this early access or or is there something more to this or is this six minutes and hey, this was the game? Thanks. See you yeah, next time. So far, I think it's it's this is the game. Thanks. Um, really cool so, yeah. about this game that the game actually is. Absolutely, and that's that's what most of the negative reviews say. They said the trailer is longer than the game, <laughs> and the trailer is four to fifty-four seconds. By the way, okay. Mm. Third, third, third piece of junk I got for you this week. <laughs> Sorry, we'll have some better stuff. There's loads coming later in January, but yeah, early January no. it's mostly uh, what we usually call as shovelware. Um, this one, I, I saw the title and I couldn't help myself. I am I am a man after all, and a man does nothing better than follow food. This this VR this oh, VR gem is thing. called this is called Temple of Pizza. Okay. <laughs> Temple no, no, stop, stop, Sam. No, no, don't go there. <laughs> no, there are, no. There, there there are a few there are a few difficult uh, things that just from the from the outset now. You know when a game's trailer starts with no sound, 
and starts from a Windows Movie Creator file that's been loaded to Steam. These are bad signs, okay? Temple of Pizza. I'm going to tell you about this one. This one's releasing on the 13th of January. Yeah, from the videos playing. I, oh, that's Windows Movie Maker right there. Windows Movie Maker, exactly. All right, here we go. Temple of Pizza. Deliver pizzas to a mysterious party taking place in a previously abandoned temple in the woods. We will provide support from the store. Should you need more pizzas or sodas, just call us out on the radio and we will fly them to you. Remember our policy, pizza on tables and sodas in hands. Um, so this is a pizza delivery experience. And you earn tips by throwing pizzas and drinks to customers uh, who look very static. And this wow. game is – anyway, I, I felt it was quite akin to um, uh, the VR Unicorns uh, the VR unicorns experience archery. <laughs> yeah, I think, Nathan, you've probably played that one as well. Yeah, but, yeah. It's totally the same thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I couldn't uh, – so if you're looking for a, if you're, if you're looking for oh, a solid game, days. maybe go support VR Unicorns and, and pick <laughs> up archery. This game is a little bit crazy. But the thing that I found so interesting about this – I thought you guys would like to hear about this, is <laughs> this game, which sits on Steam, does not support HTC Vive. It's only made for Oculus Touch controllers. It's only for Windows and <laughs> Oculus Rift. And is and is is going to be available. I don't know the price yet. The cost is unknown. It's going to be available 13th of January on Steam. If you've got a Rift, not a Rift. My days. And, and in the trailer, I saw that it has like actual voice control as well. It's got voice control. Oh, I don't know. Like, like throw pizzas and then you're throwing oh. them or something. I don't know. Oh. So, so if you love pizza and you love VR, it's the only game oh. to pick up this and, and the only yeah. th- please can we have like a shuffleware like like a week like every every week man like this <laughs> yeah. is well, when I get the I chance it. and I see something that's that's worth a little oh. bit of a gut laugh that I will bring it yeah. but I will promise you all my uh, my my New Year's resolution for 2019 <laughs> is bringing you better news than Temple of Pizza. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank fair you. enough. <laughs> Thank you for that, Zim. Um, that's it. Okay. So let's move into uh, our first topic this week, and uh, that is Autotech. So this is a kind of interesting. It's a motion sickness headband. So uh, I kind of fell into this, really, because like last week I was doing a lot of research uh, into sort of motion sickness and stuff because a lot of people were asking questions about motion sickness again. And it seems like over the holidays, a lot of people picked up a VR headset for the first time. And I was getting questions like, you know, I, I got a riff for Christmas and then I jumped straight into Pavlov and now I feel really sick. Like, why is this happening? So I was like, okay, so I did a little video putting some practice. You are not out worthy there. is what the video said. You are not. Actually, your video was really nice, Mike. Well done. <laughs> Is. Um, but basically, in doing some research, I came across this product called Autotech and this like this motion sickness headband that apparently cures motion sickness. So before we get into the headband itself, let's talk about how motion sickness comes about or sim- simulator sickness actually occurs. And basically, to put it bluntly, is that your eyes are telling your brain that you're moving uh, in a virtual reality experience that uses smooth locomotion, but your vestibular mm-hmm. system in your inner ear uh, is telling your brain that you're not moving. So the confusion of those two and the confliction of those two causes like that feeling of motion sickness. And and basically, it's your body's natural instinct, uh, you know, knowing that something's not right. Uh, it's like a preservation system that kicks in, like back, like embedded in us from like the Thunderfall days, uh, basically saying that we must be hallucinating. If those two systems aren't working together, then we must be hallucinating and we must be poisoned. Yeah. So... If we're poisoned, we ate something wrong. Yeah, we yeah. ate something wrong. 
So uh, it, 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 your, your body gets hot, it warms mm-hmm. itself up because it's trying to make you vomit that poison up. So that's basically yeah. the whole nausea system uh, around. This is incredibly topical, and I, I have to ask our resident scientist here a question. Sure. Because this is something I don't understand. But having just gone through two bouts of 12 hours of straight vomiting, and let's, okay, let's just say both ends, um, oh. I got a question. Why does motion sickness in a VR headset? only cause me stomach nausea that makes me want to vomit and not the opposite the opposite end you know the other the other release valve <laughs> no. like what I don't know, like, does, does anyone out there does the same thing i guess i guess because it, it harks back to what i just said maybe getting rid of it poison wise is quicker than than going quicker. through your digestive system through the entire system yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you go through your intestines, it will the, the poison. So the assumption, I guess, is yeah. you ate something bad, and hence you need to throw mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, poison. Yeah. Did, yeah, exactly. did you guys ever got so motion sick that you were like, okay, now I'm like actual sick, or never? Never been physically sick, but I did have to lie down for like four hours, and that was on the DK yeah. one with half life. Like two. Mike, I've yeah. I've had three four hours out because I you know pushed it a little bit and. Yeah. I actually once threw up after a VR wow. session. Yeah. Wow. And it was after um, that one, it was like on the DK1, uh, Valiant or Valiant. Uh, there was like. On the horseback. That one. Yeah. The, with, with like the, the, the poles. How is that called? Like. Uh, yeah. 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 So I, I played that and, and then your head fell off. So you were rolling over the floor. <laughs> wow. I played that for a few hours. <laughs> And and it just didn't feel right because you were on the horse, fine. But the moment you fell off, you were like, because you're, it's only your head. So you're like in the floor suddenly, physically. And that was happening a lot because every time you could respawn. So I, and I was so sick. I was so sick. Um, Did you get it on video? No, 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 no. It was just a private session. But I can tell you (laughs) after that, I didn't touch VR for like two weeks. I was like, this is not good. And that's the problem with VR it can make people so sick that they are getting scared of a VR headset. And that can last for maybe a few weeks where they do want to try it again. But you always have that that feeling like, ooh, okay, I'm not so sure if I want to, you know, yeah. because you want to have fun. But you don't want to get sick. It's also just not, it, like I find that with, uh, with, with VR sickness, when you get it, especially early days, like when you're not, we don't have VR legs, you're not used to it, uh, you're not used to that. And probably new Pimax owners from what I have heard. Um, the other thing is like, it's, it's like momentum. In other words, like like what, what you probably had, uh, Nathie, is you don't feel it actively so much. You might feel like a pressure in no, your no, stomach or something. No, Some people no. get hot no. um, or their head swims, but it like it it's rolling. It's it's like getting a massive ball rolling of like sickness. Mm-hmm. And when it starts yeah. to hit you so much so that you're like, okay, I got to come out. That's only really the start of it, and then it gets it almost gets worse, and it stays with you for a long bloody time, like hours and. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly the reason why it's an evolutionary system. Because once that system gets triggered, then it's like, okay, this stomach needs to Emptied. be empty. It needs to be fully empty, like yes. <laughs> everything out. And that's yes. that's it's purely evolutionary. That, that, that is. By the way, it was it was jousting, jousting. Um, but yeah. I had I had another moment while I was playing Serious Sam. I think it was with Rowdy. Like the speed was so fast and we played it for, let's say, two hours or something. And at the start, I was just going completely nuts. But then after I was like, OK, now I really need to stop because the speed in that that title was so crazy. Was, but, but, you know, the more VR you play, 
the more you can handle. So now let's say if I would play something like that, it takes me maybe four or five hours before I get that sick and then I take it off. So I think you build it up, but I don't feel like it will go away. If you play for hours upon hours, it will play up again, but it's like, it depends on how crazy you just go. I would say if you play a lot of, you know, badly optimized VR titles. Then yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, of course, yeah, of course. Also something that went away. Um, your voice is coming in and out a little bit, Rowdy. I don't know why. It's like you're... I have that with you as well. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, so um, one thing I was going to say is uh, smell. I don't know if anyone remembers, but like mm. DK2 smell of the foam or DK1 smell of the mm-hmm. foam. Like Glue. some people, that triggered them to the point where like, they couldn't play or whatever and... We, they, they basically they got motion sick using that headset and associated that smell with motion sickness so whenever they put the vr headset on it just triggered it again yes correct but yeah yes. exactly but the thing is with with time like you guys have said you know we can train our minds and bodies uh to deal with it you know it's one of those things that with experience you'll you'll overcome it in time and that's why i said you know start slow take yeah. breaks never push through if you're feeling no. sick you know no. get out straight away um but this uh, company, Otto, they weren't developing uh, this like motion sickness headband with VR in mind. It was actually aimed uh, for military personnel who were traveling mm-hmm. on ships or in the, in the back of Humvees oh. or in planes. Because actually, surprisingly, a lot of the military, when they're on operation, get really sick. And the problem is having a sick army is they can't you know operate fully <laughs> to their full potential. And that's a problem. <laughs> so, guys, this is actually now. something... Yeah, I can't... Um, so this is why this is kind of an interesting product. And basically what it does is this this headband is like just a normal headband, but it's got a little box, uh, like a module that sits behind your ear and it's got a little motor in it. And basically what that motor does is it sends vibrations to your vestibular system, essentially confusing it. So it confuses the, the vestibular system so it doesn't send any of these signals to your brain and then you don't get motion sick, apparently. And that's basically the principle okay. on how this device works. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought it was super interesting. Um, so I thought it was really interesting. I thought, you know, this could help us in the future, potentially. Although I don't think we'll need this so much in the future. Because I think, yeah. like we've discussed previously on the show, with the advancements in optics and stuff like like Oculus working on these like kind of dynamic blurring effects like we've talked about before i think in the future it will be easier for newcomers to just put on a headset and adapt to it much quicker but right now we're kind of in this kind of early phase um but it's interesting because this isn't the first time in gaming that people get motion sick of course because i remember back in the day uh friends playing doom or wolfenstein or even half-life the original half-life got a lot of my friends sick playing it just on a traditional monitor Mm. and i think it's just that movement and experiencing Mm. it for the first time Mm. and just getting more accustomed to it with experience i actually wonder if we're about to hit a crevasse a kind of like an impasse where we reach that point where okay maybe the simulation sickness is no longer a thing because the technology's caught up but where people are suffering real psychological disorders because you know hey i've gone into onward or i'm on normandy beach and i see a dude next to me and his intestines are laying everywhere and I've got real PTSD from that situation because I couldn't discern that I was in or out of the headset. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a kind of a padding where people say, we actually want to keep that reality away so that it's still fun. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if we're going to reach that point where it gets, you're actually down the rabbit hole. 
I don't, I don't think we, I, I think even now we can't stop it. It's inevitable. I it's got to happen. It's, it will happen. It's and it will happen. also be used in a treatment setting. So, I mean, it's not only going to be for only yeah. fun, but it's only going to be used for treatment of PTSD, which I think is a very valuable tool for, for virtual reality. Uh, but there's one thing that uh, Katsui on uh, Twitch actually mentioned. Uh, and he, he said that a tool that tricks a very important part of the brain is not something I would like to dabble in without prolonged tests on how, how do they know it won't cause any damage. Point. Yeah, like like possible side effects. Like if you're messing with that that signal, maybe it will cause some sort of side effect. Maybe you can become superhuman, and yeah. I, you'll you'll never feel motion sick yeah, ever I, I again. I was like, I was like that nice. signal. You know, you you confuse the brain, but it's yeah. like, but it the signal is no, no, still no, there. You, so is it gonna stay somewhere? That's the problem. Where is it going? Where is it going? Uh, yeah. confuse the vestibular part of your ear. It's your inner ear that you. So oh, the, the sorry, signals yeah, okay. going to your brain okay. are disrupted or, or or wrong i don't know how to tech works yeah. but uh and, and the thing is if you get poisoned you're going to be screwed you won't be able to throw it up <laughs> dead so that's the downside of that system <laughs> <laughs> i'll take two yeah but anyway Food poisoning um, can't hurt obviously me. we don't know when <laughs> we don't know when this is coming um you know it's just something that's being in developed right now like i said for military applications but who knows something like this might be built into a headset in the future might help us out or we may not need it at all uh who knows you can I still eat ginger too right is that not exactly right? yeah I, I recommend ginger oh yeah for sure it's still still something i'd recommend um definitely um so let's move on to our final topic now because we're running a little bit late but we do this now so there we go. Um, it's uh, what we're excited about in 2019. And there's loads to be excited about in 2019. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that we're excited about and also things that are on our wish list as well. So if we could have our dream happening in 2019, what would it be? So let's start with the hardware first, um, because as we know, we're all super hyped about the Oculus Quest that's going to be coming in spring, no doubt launching likely at F8, which mm. is the yearly Facebook conference in San Jose. And that takes place at the end of April, beginning of May. Beginning of May. So uh, that's definitely one thing to look forward to. We've got the Vive Focus with their official Six Degrees of Freedom uh, controller add-ons. So it's like a, a little clip-on mask that you put on the headset. And then they've got their own uh, proprietary uh, Six Degrees of Freedom controllers as well. So that's super interesting, I think. Mm -hmm. Another sort of uh, step forward in terms of a standalone headset delivering everything in one package. Uh, we've got exactly the same with Google Daydream as well, developing their own Six Degrees of Freedom uh, controllers, uh, which is super interesting as well. So it kind of seems like we might have three uh, competitors in the mix when it comes to a, a standalone Six Degrees of Freedom headset. Mm, that's good. Um, and then, of course... That's what we know is happening. Uh, we don't know anything concrete in terms of like a new Rift or a new headset from HTC or uh, a PSVR 2 or the, Vi the Valve HMD. But what would be the one thing that you wish for in 2019 in terms of hardware, uh, each of you? Easy. I, I'll jump in there because I've got it off the top of my head. Haptic anything um, more than the current offering from one of the main platforms. So, oh, right, like a, an in-house developed uh, vest or something or suit from Oculus or HTC or that, That's supported by their SDK in a way that intelligently interprets a uh, game so that it's kind of like there's an API that's used with it and it's it's a mainstay affair. Because I think it's so important that it needs to be at some point adopted by the main players, not just be nice. a bolt-on that runs off of low, low frequencies. Yeah. It needs to be something that can be codified for. I like that. Yeah. I would like okay. to. I would. I would like to see something that I've already seen a prototype of before, 
but it wasn't working properly probably yet um but that's um i don't know if you guys actually saw that video where they use certain kind of gloves yep. where uh the feedback so it goes a little bit further Haptics. on the on the haptic yeah. so if you if you grab something yeah. it will actually lock physically in place. lock it yeah. lock in place yeah. so you can't grab more and that would eliminate the need for any other kind of controller because that would ultimately be the ultimate controller because it's your hands it's your actual hands and everything in a virtual world you touch has a certain dimension that you can grab and it will lock in place in a dimension if it's a if it's a wall or if it's a you know or a rock or a stick so that uh, in terms of hardware if if something like that could hit that uh, that would be awesome nice what about you then nathie no i agree on the haptics but on the other side it's kind of early you know we're still like figuring out what hardware people want to get or are willing to get um i think like some 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 maybe some some add-ons like what what playstation did with uh with the ps move you know something on the PC side would be nice. And if that's, you know, Oculus or HTC or, or some someone else selling that. Mm-hmm. And, and then not in a way where, you know, you need to put a tracker on your gun or your, your racket, but just something that just works out of the box. And it maybe works with a few games like on the PlayStation, but mm-hmm. it's still great to have that. Um, so You mean like the aim controller? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Right, yes. right, right. Those, Those are really like some, some some fun gadgets you can buy with it, you know? And yeah, official ones, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You inspire so, me, Nathy. I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking that there was a there was a there was an aftermarket company that did this a couple of years ago with the uh, the original iToy that you'd have a little filter that would actually expand mm. the, uh, the the site area for <laughs> the current yeah. camera, so that people okay. could in a smaller environment play with a yeah. camera with better tracking that would yeah, some, be nice. some some yeah you're right like some some minor improvements that can make your headset more fun maybe oculus uh selling some um some some um you know like a so, something you can put on your desk to put your controllers on or yeah. i don't know like a, a, an extender for your cables uh i mean there are so many things that other people now make uh that mm. you can just 3d print but something branded would be nice like mm. Uh, imagine having a, a headset stand with some LEDs in there. I mean, people would love to have that, but uh, the market is maybe too small for that. Um, last but not okay. least, wireless VR, more wireless VR. Right now, the Vive is the only one that is really nailed that that system, and it's solid. Yeah. I would love to see something for the Rift, and I don't know, like PlayStation Wireless. I don't know if that's if that's possible, but. Um, yeah, some more wireless. I, l- I love wireless. It's still not a must. I think cables are fine. It's not, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, some some more gadgets. I see some people in the chat saying uh, that they want more resolution. Um, okay. I find it funny that none of us have said that yet because, um, I mean, yeah. for me as well, it's not really a top priority to see a resolution increase. Um, I, I, there are other things that come to mind that I would like to see, like multiple things actually, before like a resolution increase. But official- I think it's actually... Quite nice. Actually, no, wait. Before I say anything more, Mike, your turn. Um, I touched on it at the beginning, and that's a, a PSVR 2. I'd love to see a second-generation PSVR. Okay. I know we got a little uh, minor up- update to the headset, but I'd love to see a second-gen with full uh, room-scale tracking. I think that would be legit mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, also, I'd love to see Xbox throw their hat into the ring and, and step mm. up to the plate with PSVR in terms of the console market. Um, 
and obviously the Valve HMD as well. I'm super intrigued about that, and I think that could be a game changer for the market as well. So like, there's, a, there's definitely things on the horizon. It's like three different platforms, Mike. That's a long Christmas list there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I want many things. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say the be... last thing that I want is an official uh, shipped in the box. I don't care if it's 3D printed or whatever. Screen protector and controller holder for the Oculus Go. I want the Oculus well, I... Go to launch like. This this protector that comes in the box with the thing, it's only going to cost them cents on the dollar to actually put that thing in there. And mm-hmm. it works better along with their you know recently released uh, container for the Go as yeah. well. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually recently bought a 3D printer, Zim, so maybe I'll, I'll treat you to yeah. a little. What'd you, yeah, get? What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? It's coming soon, actually. It's not delivered yet. Uh, I think it's called the, uh, oh, what is it called? The Anycube i3 Mega or something like that. Um, oh. Mega, yeah. but I'm going to be printing some stuff. So uh, yeah, I'll be sending you boys some stuff in the post. Little 3D printing. Can you things. print a tinfoil hat for me, please? I will. I will. Can you 3D um, print me a 3D printer? <laughs> I, I could print you some 3D printer parts, like a rep wrap, get you started. Um, Frankly, the coolest about- thing in before we get off 3D printers, yeah. the coolest sure. thing in 3D printing is the fact that you can 3D print food. Like there are food yes. printers, which is the closest thing to that whole Star Trek like fabricator, which yeah. would be awesome to be able to print a burger someday, you know? You can print Alien a burger. steak. I've seen people print in steaks. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about AR then, because uh, there's there's a few AR things that we're excited about as well. We know that Harry Potter Wizards Unite AR is coming. Um, whether or not it'll be as popular as uh, Pokemon Go. We don't really know, but I'm, my wife certainly is super excited about it. Uh, Wizards going to be running around the streets, collecting magic and throwing their wands around. Um, we've there got are not the... many people here in Scotland running around playing Pokemon Go in the winter. I'm telling you, I was thinking <laughs> no. that driving home they today in the winter, like the Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> um, we've got the Leap Motion Project North Star. Um, you know, I think that's super exciting. We we haven't really touched on it since it kind of released. But it's been open source now for a little while, so lots of developers are jumping on it. And to give you a little bit of a teaser, that's partly why I bought a 3D printer, is to kind of get a bit more involved in that. I kind of tempted to build my own headset. So maybe I can talk about that more in the future. Um, Magic Leap, of course, you know, we had that launch this year. Again, a lot more developers jumping in on that bandwagon. And maybe we'll see a HoloLens 2. I think that would be my wish list in terms of AR. Uh, HoloLens increasing what they've already bet built and sort of improving on it and stepping toe-to-toe with Magic Leap because competition is always good like we've discussed yeah. before. Anything AR exci- you're excited about uh, for 2019? Yeah, there's uh, I, I'm, I'm getting my head uh, mixed up now, but I think it was called something north. There's a uh, there's a pair of glasses that are really simple. They're from a Canadian-based firm. I'm, I can't remember the name of them now, um, <clears throat> which is just like a almost like a set of Ray-Bans. With very simple. Oh, I think we talked about these. Yeah. There's like two brick and mortar stores, one in Canada, one in the US. And yeah, we talked about them a couple of podcasts ago, maybe 10, 12 podcasts back. Um, have to pick up the name. I can't remember it now. Maybe chat will be able to help remind me. But yeah. Yeah, it was something it was some simple, like it was just like North or something like that. It was some simple uh But it gives you focus simple um, yeah. overlay when you're walking down the street, like information on uh yeah. like yeah, historical simple um, info. you know, buildings. Yeah, not like that, yeah. like crazy things, not like 3D, just like contextual information as you're walking. Mm. I'd love to try yeah. some of those out, to be honest, and just see what that how that would affect your life. Also, as somebody who doesn't wear glasses normally, you know, would I 
you know, would I like have nose bridge ache or whatever it is that glasses wearers have? Sorry, guys, I don't have that experience myself. So what about you other guys? You got any uh, AR things you're excited about? Not really me at this point. No. Cause I, I see AR more as like something that I would use for work uh, yep. more in that way rather than yep. what I'm, you know, doing with the channel and doing here is more like you know yeah yeah but um, i'd love to um i'd love to try out some magic leap games um and, and try and record them in a way i'd love to do that um i have to speak to my friends over at imaginarium in london maybe they can help me out with that when, but. do we know when the uh the lego stuff is launching because you know as somebody with kids and somebody who loves yeah, ar stuff cool. i'd love oh, to yeah, try yeah, that yeah. kind of the official ar stuff that we saw launch. when was that there was a there was a show that that was that was wasn't that apple, apple. yeah that was apple yeah yeah, so that would be super exciting. Yeah, I completely forgot about that one. It's a nice one for remembering. Yeah, but that is that would be legitimately exciting. Yeah. And just to AI. cover that, because people who haven't seen it, so you can have like you know your physical Lego playset in front of you, and then you can augment it with through AR, and you can kind of come along and you can actually see what's happening inside a house that you built or all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like an X-ray vision, yeah. and you can build another house next to it that's completely virtual, and it'll mm-hmm. remember that it's there. And so that'd be fun with kids to do. I think. For sure. So I'm going to run through some games on different platforms that are coming out that we know are coming out in 2019. So while I reel them off, maybe you can think of one that isn't coming out that we know of, but that you would love to be on this platform. So oh, dang, some time I had to such think. a great one, but you're already going to name it. Damn it. <laughs> well, let, let's see. So for PC VR games, we've got Fisherman's Tale, obviously coming out at the end of the month. We've got Defector, which is the spy game from Twisted Pixel, which looks super slick and looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've got Stormland from Insomniac Games, which is obviously the uh, sort of the co-op adventure one that you could go on like raids together, which looks like a lot of fun or play it single player as well. Uh, that one looks really great. We've got the unknown title from Respawn uh, oh, that previously yes. made uh, Titanfall. Oh. I'm sure we'll find out what that is. This, please, please, please. I'm, you know, dying to find out what that's going to be. We've got Espire One, which is that kind of like espionage uh, robot game. You control like a robot remotely that is like infiltrating enemy bases. It looks really, really fun. Uh, Lone Echo Two, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, Population One, which is going to be you know the new VR spin on the battle royale genre. I know Rec Room have done a great job with it so far, but this one looks really interesting and has been in development by the same team that brought you that uh, Smashbox Arena game. So it looks uh, really fun. Uh, Space Junkies will likely finally be released what? after all its time in early yeah. access and beta testing. Okay. Uh, Vacation Simulator, of course. You know everyone <laughs> loves job, job Simulator, so now we get to Vacation Two. Uh, Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, and I know this got a lot of criticism in in the early days and i was one that also gave it some criticism but it'll be interesting to see if they took a lot of that criticism on board and sort of molded this game into something really interesting in the wolfenstein universe Uh, i'd be super excited to check that one out um so they're the ones we know of that are coming for pc uh so what about one that you would love to come to pc it could be a sequel could be a brand new genre what would you like to see brand new genre one that i've mentioned already multiple times Yep. I want the Jurassic Park park ride in the Jeep in virtual reality. That's what okay. I want. Just watching dinosaurs. Not getting into money. <laughs> and feed them. Okay. I want to add that to that. So that could yeah, yeah. With, with like the cow that goes into like the thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Go to go to go to Oh, my God. Yes. yes. I want to see all of that. I like that. <laughs> okay. So what about your other guys? What about the chat as well? I'd love to know their thoughts. Broken heart. Yeah, please let us know. I've seen I the will... chat. I've already seen Far Cry appear. 
And yeah. people okay, are excited for Stoneman, Defector. A Bethesda fantasy game coded from the ground up for VR. So he wants Skyrim, but not Skyrim. <laughs> so you got any ideas? The other one, I think it's set to come in next year. I don't know when it's going to land as Firmament, the follow-up to Abduction. Okay. Uh, yep. which, which Abduction blew me away. I, I, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize a puzzle <laughs> game could be this freaking hard um, and this gorgeous at the same time. So it was kind of like going back into mist which i'd missed when i was a kid you know i never got a chance to play mist um but the game that i was gonna pick uh you guys are gonna kick me for saying this because what i said earlier but because it's a valve title left for dead 3 in vr that's what i want yeah i've wanted it since the second i pre-ordered my five i still want it valve if you're listening please please i, I know you're working on it just just put it out when it's ready that's all i am doesn't have to be next year I, I, Great read, choice. I just read the chat and I thought, the, but the guy was still talking about AR, but I saw that he said Ikea and I was like, Ikea's made <laughs> a VR game? Like, yeah. <laughs> they've already made two. Oh yeah, yeah, they made some stuff. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So what about, what about you, Nate? Do you like Bioshock in VR? Um, yeah, um, I do see in the chat Paradise Zika saying like Halo or a Terminator VR game. I think Halo could be a very good option, but I think if Xbox comes to the game, then that would be something they have to play around with. Um, but yeah, of course, Bioshock. Um, we already have Halo in VR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind um, of. But uh, I, I think okay. like, you know, Bioshock as a VR experience would be fun. If you play as a as a maybe a big daddy, I think yeah. it's kind of awesome to be some kind of monstrous thing, danger, dangerous, or just be you know playing around with the plasmids. But you can also do that as a big daddy. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't it's know cool for for like fans and stuff. But yeah, like in terms of like what kind of genres would we actually like yeah. to see? Like, I was gonna say this is so. I, I would be actually really interested in seeing like for example like a real time strategy game where you can actually go into the characters and play mm-hmm. as like one of the one of the heroes, for yeah. example, for a certain moment and go oh. back out and so, yeah. go and send your troops and stuff like that. Com- Command and Conquer oh. did that a, a yes. while ago, but it was a dreadful game. Yeah, it, what it, it was called. game design-wise, it's hard. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can see I'm there too with your Audi. I want that dream. I, you know what I want? I, if we were going to do an RTS, I would want Company of Heroes done for VR. I don't mm. I, Like, you know, the same way mm. that we, uh, we had with um, Out of Ammo, where you had the ability to be above the battlefield or, or be one of the, the people, they could do that. So similar to what you're saying in terms of real-time strategy, do Company of Heroes. I don't know if you ever played it, but bloody fantastic uh, World War II sim. Uh, it was really, really good. Someone else has said, and in, in, we've had um, Rebellion has said black and white and VR. white VR, yeah. What? Mm. I, I, wow. My, my green chair is just flinging poo. That's mm. Definitely what I want. I, I think so, like I what I would would love to see is something multiplayer, something something big, something open world, but almost like what not what they did with Fallout seventy six, obviously, but the idea of that is yeah. something I freaking like uh, yeah. a lot. Where you build something together, you you log into a server from time to time, like I did with Ark uh, when it came out. You know, like I was like, hey board. guys, see you tomorrow. I gotta get out of my bed in the morning because, you know, I don't know what's happening in the meanwhile. Like something you really want to be a part of, something you want to, you know, build up and it takes a while yeah. and it's it's going slow and you, you, 
you know, something like so that. Almost like something like survival. World of Warcraft, but like VR, but something yeah, completely like something progression-wise that is so addicting that you need to grind, but you don't have to, but you can join up with others, share and socialize. I mean, that that stuff. And that's, yeah. that's the main core of every addicting multiplayer game, I would say. Remember I mentioned Atlas the other day, like a buddy of mine is, is going heavy into Atlas, um, which has that throwaway VR mode tacked onto it or whatever but like that's the kind of experience where like you could spend you know you can spend 150 hours with other people building a ship a galleon that goes off and then you've got your cannons laid out and you're on deck with the ship like the ideas are there someone needs to implement it and the trouble is you know are there consumer dollars behind it to buy into that to make it successful to keep it afloat and i i think it's still a tough market for that yeah, kind of not, game, for what you're asking for, Nathy. Is, is it possible tough. right now? I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. A lot of, you a lot sometimes see it happen. Like, for example, uh, War Dust, you can say whatever you want about it, but it kind of gets the idea. Yeah. But the thing is, they also know that they cannot finish this game. They cannot polish it to a point where... So it's too ambitious for for its time. Um, yeah. But there was that but, game Nostos that is doing exactly that. Like, yeah. you know, that, that multiplayer, persistent online world that kind of thing. So that is coming soon. Um, but what Nathie's talking about as well, like I used to have that, for instance, with a Minecraft community where you'd go on and you'd, you'd be working yes. together like for yes. hours and from hours. Scratch. And just, from scratch. Yeah, from scratch. And what you built mattered. Yeah, you it's know? value to you. And, and there was persistence uh, in that. Yeah. And even if it was only value to you and your friends or whoever you had on there, like it was value. And, and so I'd love to see that come out again. You know what I'd love? I'd love mm-hmm. to see Notch, the guy who made Minecraft, make something for VR, anything. He's done a whole bunch of different little titles. I'd love him to try it. Yeah. So the one thing that I really, really want that is way simpler than than what you guys want, and I'm surprised <laughs> hasn't happened already, is a sequel to Superhot. Like, why isn't there been a Superhot two? I, I have no idea. Replatforming. Still- that's why it's taking their dev time to replatform, replatform, replatform. Maybe, but that's the game that I would like to Plus, see. Uh, they need to come up with something new too. My Jurassic Park Park ride is a lot easier than making Super Hot Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so one one game that I keep on like seeing on the internet that never came out, and that's like the, maybe it did come out, and I just never noticed. Like Go Go Golem Golem for PSVR. That's coming. Still coming. Yeah, that's something they haven't advertising since since this headset came out. And every time I see it, it's like, does it still? Wait, Lord of the Rings? No, 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 no. Almost like Shadow of the Colossus style game. Yeah, yeah. And Dreams. Um, Dreams is also one that is still like it's always you know going Uh, with the waves. I like them as a pendulum. They they try all these different like markets. They're a bit like Servios that way. No, no, like Dreams. Dreams is as a. The game Dreams. Oh, I don't know the game Dreams. Not End Dreams, the the studio. I definitely got confused Um, there. But in in terms of like PSVR games, um, the other games that we've got that we know that are coming are Trover Saves the Universe, which looks like a ton of fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's from the same team that brought you Rick and Morty. Um, It's going to be brilliant. Uh, We've got Falcon Age, which looks really interesting, where you've got control of a falcon. Uh, That looks really nice. Graphically, it looks really nice. Uh, We've got Ghost Giant, which kind of... Gave me oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Moss vibes, you oh, know, dude. where you can look after that little uh, dude and, and yeah. save uh, his, his village and turn, turn things around. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got Ace Combat, which is obviously the flight simulator. And then my one that I'm really looking forward to on the PSVR is Blood and Truth. Uh, kind of like a, a gritty London gang sort of game. It looks That looks like really cool. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then in terms of quest, we know obviously that the climb, uh, dead and buried are all coming out, uh, Vader immortal. 
uh, Facial Fears 2 and the tennis game, Tennis Smash. Uh, but we still don't have Beat Saber confirmed on, on, on coming to Quest. I still am baffled by that. Uh, so hopefully we, we get confirmation of that sometime nice. over the next few months. Um, it's going to be a good year, though. It's going to be a big year yeah. for VR, I think. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think in the chat, what games you're looking forward to the most in 2019, whether it's been confirmed or whether it's something you just want to happen whilst I round up the show times because we're sort of running a little bit late. Um, so just a reminder, it's a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch. You can tune into the show live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK and 12 midday in Central US. Check out the audio version on iTunes, SoundCloud and on Anchor. If you leave us a review on those platforms, that would really help us out or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we would love you forever. We're, We're nearly at a thousand. thousand subs. Almost. We're nearly to our goal. Almost. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, How 920 close? odd. So uh, 80 more. That's. I have, come uh, on, guys. <laughs> you I have 92 people watching here. right now. So, you know, click the button, guys. <laughs> For those of you who have. <laughs> who wants, I have five euros here. Who wants to, make, who wants to um, subscribe for uh... <laughs> <laughs> so it? That's how desperate yeah. we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> send me that to five euros. <laughs> Before we, uh, we answer a question, just to sort of give you a, a sneak peek of next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the fresh scoops from CES, of course, because oh, next yeah. week is a huge week for us. Uh, there's going to be loads of tech news. Uh, from CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. So it's going to be starting on Monday, so keep your eyes tuned on all the VR news outlets that you like to follow, and we'll be wrapping it all up next Saturday. So Hmm. There's a few things here in chat. Pixel Rip 1989 is now also confirmed for the quest. That's what someone said. That should work well. Also, when I mentioned uh, uh, Rec Room to Against Gravity, uh, Gravity uh, for the quest, they were just doing a winky face. So I, uh, that's that's enough, I would say. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned winking faces because SPVR said that he asked Linus if VR was dead and he winked at him as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Did he also hide his comment or he allowed that one? Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Uh, so someone was also Ket was saying uh, GTA Five in VR and um, uh, Super Mario as well. Looking for things like that in terms of Super Mario. Future. Yeah, so. something of something retro is always welcome. Yeah. Someone else said <laughs> HTC's haptic gloves. Last, last but not least, this is this is this is a sign that we should stop the show. Uh, Blockbuster Store Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the Imagine like a multiplayer where you can like you're going. I'm going to Mike. It's like, hey, I want to rent this movie. Have you ever yeah. watched it? We're just talking uh, about movies in the blockbuster store. Yeah, can you that tell me? Be uh, thing. <laughs> that should be a thing. I'd hang out in there. I love talking oh, about yeah. movies. Yeah, I never, I never, I never, I never will get the opportunity to take one of the things off of my my childhood bucket list, which was go into the adult section in a blockbuster. They they shut the chain before I got of the age. Someone made that. Someone this, made that possible. This for should us. be an extension of the Netflix app, where you have like the Netflix app, but uh, you can you can go in there in this this store of Netflix together with a friend and pick your movie before you go into the cinema. <laughs> Oh yeah. God! What what well, a day! You, you guys remember that going and picking up VHS tapes? God, it's so dated, right? Bloody hell! Amazing times. What are those? Thank, thank <laughs> God we've little, got VR, like. And the yes. little drop bin. You didn't actually physically have to go back into the store. You could just post it through the little letterbox. It was genius. I that feel very uh, disconnected now. 
Right. So let's wrap this one up. I hope you guys and girls have enjoyed the show. Uh, sorry we've kind of dragged on a little bit, but we have so much to talk about sometimes that we just can't help ourselves, no. especially when we get triggered about Valve stuff. So apologies if, uh, if it's dragged on. But I hope you've enjoyed it nevertheless. And uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with the CES news for you all. So have a great week in VR, and we'll see you next Saturday at the usual time to talk about some more. So until then, bye-bye for now. Out. Bye. -bye. bye.